Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. It's Griff. It's Will. And in this episode, we're going to be breaking down some NBA, MLB, and NHL news, uh, along with NCAA basketball and football rundown and NFL Week 15. Will, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. With the third pick in the 2017 NBA draft, the Boston Celtics select Jason Tatum from Duke University. So Harden finally pulled up to Houston uh, after his long tour of strip clubs. Uh, he has not been traded yet. Uh, he looked very fat, though. Yeah, like he's – I'm so confused. Like, he, like I, I don't get it. He Like, he we saw a picture of him practicing. Yeah. He was literally – like, like he they showed us a picture of him, like, during quarantine, and he was, like, skinnier than he was before. They said he lost, like, 15 pounds, which I don't know how it was possible, yeah, but it nice. was. And then he literally pulled up to the first game, and he was just, like, big. Yeah, no, literally, because he showed up to practice the day before, right? And he was wearing, like, his James Harden shirt. He wasn't wearing any, like, Rockets gear or anything. And he looked perfectly yeah. fine. He looked like James Harden. And then the next day, it looked like he had, like, 17 Thanksgiving dinners. Yeah, I'm so confused on how he, like, did that. Like, how? <laughs> like, his way of demanding a trade to Philadelphia is just by eating all the Philly cheesesteaks on earth. <laughs> someone, someone said, because he's been with, like, a little baby, and he, like, his gift to him, because little baby likes honey buns. They yeah, say he ate like all a, the honey buns. A shit ton of honey buns. <laughs> yeah, oh I was just, like, I don't know how that happened. There's a lot of news surrounding um, his trade. Speaking of James Harden, we have – so today, literally 35 minutes before we were recording this, 
Daryl Morey says that Ben Simmons was off the table for James Harden, but like mm. literally maybe a couple hours before he said that Ben Simmons was in reportedly in multiple trade packages already. Maybe he's off the table for James Harden because they might be shipping him off somewhere else. That is true, but he, I like I don't know. It, it's kind of weird. The and way then, that it's looking is like Daryl Morey doesn't even want James Harden at this point. He like he's that guy just steady talking shit about the rest of the league, and then he's like, "Nah, I don't want him." Yeah, he's that he's that like anonymous exec that's like saying that all these players are absolutely awful and like bad teammates, and then like he's just not like doing anything except for just like talking a lot of shit. I feel like Daryl Morey is the the anonymous executive every single time, but like they definitely know who it is. Like like NBA Central definitely knows who it is, right? I don't know how NBA Central like knows everything. I, I don't either. Like, like I literally don't key, like like Daryl Morey might be NBA Central. It might just be him. He's just like anonymous. Like, that's his burner account. It's just <laughs> it's like it's like almost close to getting verified. And it's yeah, just that's insane. And then obviously the other team that has been in talks. Well, they also said today before we mentioned the heat, which is the other team that a lot of teams are, a lot of people are talking about James Harden's landing spot. They think mm-hmm. um, they said that he was more open for both Eastern and Western conference teams, like playoff contenders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so mainly focusing on the heat in the East, Duncan Robinson is the person they're ruling um, untouchable. So, does that mean Tyler Hero could be shipped? Oh, just kicked my table. Does that mean Tyler Hero like could be going to Houston? Like that's what I'm thinking, and I think that's like great for Houston if they yeah. can pull that one off. If they can get that, that would be insane. But like, do you think that from like the I'd Heat standpoint, would you Tyler rather Hero. have Tyler? Wait, but like, would you rather have Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson if you're on, if you're the Heat? Like, obviously, you have Jimmy Butler, who's their starting shooting guard. Tyler Hero is a shooting guard, but like. I feel like I'd rather have Tyler Hero on the team than uh than Duncan Robinson. Like, I agree he's a too. Straight shooter, but so is Tyler Hero. I think you're getting more out of like Tyler Hero than you are in Duncan Robinson. But but then again, where we haven't seen like like Duncan Robinson hasn't really done a lot with like his game. Like he didn't have much time, obviously. Yeah. Like we don't know. Like this year, you can come out and you can like get a nice get some nice dribble moves and like maybe be able to finish better and stuff like that. And he could become more complete player other than just shooting. Now there's anything wrong with just being just straight sharpshooter. It's just what you're getting as in a team for value. Right. Exactly. Cause like if I'm the Rockets, I don't even know if I'd want, like, obviously I'd want Duncan Robinson, but like, I feel like Duncan Robinson's that shooter that you put like a young shooter that you put on a championship team. Yeah. And like, in essence, like a Danny green. Exactly, except he's like six eight. Yeah, and, and for Maine, <laughs> just like balling, <laughs> like literally hooping on. Everyone. I'm at, I'm at the point where I just think that J- James Harden isn't going to be moved, not because the Rockets won't move them, just because at this point nobody wants him. I feel I like think... the Rockets are asking way too. The Rockets are asking for assets that they don't need back, and like it doesn't make sense. Like the league's like, why the hell do you want like, uh, for example, Tyler Hero? Like personally, I don't think the Heat should even move both of them at all. I feel like you need to right. keep them there because they've been playing. They played well as a duo. Obviously, we saw 
in the bubble. Like they played mm-hmm. well together. So why don't you just test that out and then move from there? There was also a uh, thing that isn't going to help out James Harden. Uh, it was Russell Westbrook. He uh, had a quote earlier. He said like James Harden was late to like all the meetings in the bubble. And he said that like James Harden thought that like the time that you're supposed to be at a meeting was just like a suggestion. So like, I also saw something else that was pretty bad. The same in the same form of Russell Westbrook, like before the season, before the bubble happened that I guess he was just like partying like every single, like if they had like a three game, like no game streak. Cause they were like, the most games I believe you get one, I believe you get one week out of the entire NBA season where you don't have a game for that whole week Mm -hmm. besides all-star break, which is only like three or four days. Right. You get like a full week. And I guess they had like a couple games where they just, they had, they had home, they had a home stretch and there was a couple games in between a couple of their home games. And I guess like he just didn't show up on time and rush just scream, just start the meeting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's like the same thing that I was talking about. He did it. Like he said that during the bubble was when Russ finally realized like he's done. Like he doesn't want to be on that squad anymore. That's probably why he wanted to leave too. Right. So that's what I'm thinking. It's like at first we were like, oh, they both want out because it must be like a coaching thing, even though they're bringing in a new coach, new GM. But like now I'm thinking Russ wanted out because of James Harden. And now James Harden wants to be out because he doesn't have somebody like a Russ. Yeah. And I just, I don't. I, 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 it makes it all makes sense like, now. Yeah, yeah, it's all adding up. It's all James Harden's fault. Yeah, and, and that's why nobody wants him. Exactly, and then there's no, there's no like Ben Simmons was on the table originally as we were talking about in the last episode. Now he's not, and like p- p- like pieces like this, I feel like Houston doesn't need these pieces. Like Houston, right. like obviously Tyler Hero is probably one of the better pieces that would make sense. But like, uh-huh. take your draft picks and leave. Yeah, no, that's. That's what we were talking about in the last episode, too, where it was like, you don't need a Ben Simmons, like someone that's not going to be able to shoot at all. He's like decently young, but like, why don't you go get like just a shit ton of draft picks and just rebuild? Like, that's what you need to do right now. You're not going to be a playoff like a team franchise. Yeah. Like when you trade James Harden, you're, you shouldn't make the playoffs the next year. No, you they, should get like... a good pick and then just get a plethora. Like you see what OKC is doing. They traded Russ. They traded Paul George. Now they traded Chris Paul because they're in a rebuild. They have yeah. Shy Gilligas Alexander, and they just have literally picks for the rest of our lives. Yeah, so basically next year, the year after, and then that third year is like their first test year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then exactly. they'll probably then they'll probably have like a little downfall that following year, and like around that fifth sixth year, they'll probably be a decent squad, and they still have three more years of first round picks. Yeah. So like, like, I just, I don't understand what they like want out of this. Like Harden's not happy there and they're not happy with Harden. So ship them off. Like, even if it's to a shitty team, just go get some young guys and get some picks. Cause yeah. like at this point now, everybody's backing off of this Harden deal. Like this deal should have been done so long ago. They're just too greedy. Yeah. I thought this Harden deal was going to be done when we did our, off-season special like literally the week after if anything yeah i did too we're on our like we're on like a month now yeah and now in how many days four days at the time that this comes out the season's going to be starting and he's still a rocket and that just shouldn't be the case 
There, yeah, it's just nothing good is happening in Houston right now. So, Justin Herbert touchdown, by the way. Let's go. That's As huge. we're recording this on a Thursday night. But yeah, enough with James Harden because we talk about him every single episode. Um, yeah. As expected, the Lakers are favored this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Nets could be scary in the East, but their two best players are coming off injuries. So you don't know. They look, They didn't look too bad, though. Yeah, like I saw. I don't think has Kyrie played. I've seen KD play. I haven't seen Kyrie play. Kyrie's played a little bit. He didn't look too bad either. Um, like I saw a couple like was like early uh, predictions and and stuff like that. Obviously, we knew Lakers were going to be favorites. Um, Another team probably to look out for. Suns are looking real good. Really? Yeah, Chris Paul and uh, DeAndre Ayton are looking like good combo. As well, mm-hmm. obviously, as Devin Booker, like, yeah, doing his own thing. Boys. Yeah, because there's been – they've already had a couple, like, oops I've seen. Obviously, we're going to see that probably a lot this year because that's, like, Chris Ball's specialty is literally pick and roll alley oops. Yeah. And hopefully like, DeAndre – I mean, DeAndre Ayton was, like – what was he, the second pick or the first pick? I think he was the first. So, I think Chris Paul – yeah, I think he was too. I think hopefully Chris Paul can, like – kind of bring out the potential in him because Devin Booker wasn't really a pick and roll guy and he, DeAndre Ayton's a pick and roll five. He does. He, I mean, he can kind of stretch out a little jumper, but like he's known to like get in, get down, get dirty and stuff like that. And like Devin yeah. Booker was just there to shoot threes. He doesn't like drive in and kick out or anything like that. So I think that Chris Paul would be his, his best shot. Part. Yeah. Which makes sense. And then, um, Quick update for our NBA season that is starting in four days. The Board of Governors approved today, March 25th, trade deadline. I feel like this trade trade deadline is going to be a lot more interesting than we've seen in the past because, well, one, I've looked at a bunch of the free agents. Only three have re-signed so far, which was LeBron, AD, and Giannis, which are the top three free agents. Giannis re-signed. Oh, I, I forgot that happened this week. Which was it's the biggest contract I think was it five, two thirty four, five years two hundred thirty four mil. Yeah, I think so. Solid numbers for Giannis. Also, uh, the Jazz offered Rudy Gobert a max contract. He said no. He wants the super max from them. Like, he's not going to get it. And like I you just ruined their whole locker room, so he'll be a free agent most likely. Yeah, so there's gonna be a so either either that or he'll be or he'll be moved and probably get a supermax somewhere else. Is he like a? I know he's like a defensive player of the year, but like, is he? A I don't know if he's that player? worth like, it. Right, like I think uh, I think his agent realizes the situation he's in with the team itself, and I feel mm-hmm. like that kind of just like he wants him just to be out of there just so he can start fresh. Right. So that like, why not piss off the GM than asking for a supermax? <laughs> like, th- their version of requesting a trade was just asking for the supermax. Because like, if it <laughs> yeah. happens, then you just get like so much money. But then like, when you ask it, it's gonna piss him off. He's like, nah, I'll just ship you somewhere else. So honestly, yeah. a great move. Yeah. So it was just they were thinking ahead of the game. James Harden should do some more dumb stuff and then do that. Then he'll finally get moved. Yeah, it'll be the most. It'll be the quickest move ever, and he'd probably go to like the Knicks, <laughs> and not. They won't even tell him. They won't even tell him. They're just like, oh, they, just, yeah, like you're he'll let Knicks. Woj break it to him. Does he have a no trade clause? I don't think so. That would be insane. 
He better not. I will be so mad if he has a no trade clause. Like that'd just be so stupid. I love how the Kings gave Bogdanovich a no trade clause, and he said no. <laughs> like yeah. he said no when they traded him to the Bucks. <laughs> they just didn't care. He like he, he does like not. A, he, he does not have a no trade clause. By the way, James Harden doesn't. Oh, well, we'll see him in a Knicks uniform, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be balling right there with the Knicks play. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think that's going to do it for our NBA talk. Uh, Not as much James Harden talk. Well, still, it was only James Harden talk. But, I mean, (laughs) I don't know about you, but I'm getting pretty tired of it. Like, that's literally what I'm talking about right now. And there's, like, literally preseason is going on in the NBA, and we can't even, like, think about it. Yeah, and, like, honestly, I've had a hard time trying to, like, find the games, like, on TV. Yeah, same. There's only been, like, one game on ESPN. And then the Celtics played on our local channel. They lost to the 76ers. But mm-hmm. it's fine because we swept them in the playoffs. So I don't care. Yeah, it's okay. We played the Nets tomorrow. Peyton Pritchard was balling out. We yeah, do play he, the he Nets tomorrow. Like, but like, I haven't been able to watch it. And I feel like I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. But I'm right. so ready for the 22nd to happen. And then Christmas Day games. Like I'm just so ready for basketball to be back. Yeah, so the Celtics open up on the 23rd. They play the Bucks, and then they play the Nets on the 25th. So we got two great games starting off the season. So Yeah. We'll take it. Uh-huh, and soon – wait, what are we doing? Lock of the week? Are we doing locks of the week for that? Lock Should of we the do... episode. Like, yeah, so we'll, – Because, like, three days. We'll do it how we do, like, uh, the NCAA basketball. So whatever we'll cover the games in between our episodes. Word, sounds like so, a plan. Sounds good. All right, moving on into the MLB. Uh, we have some great news coming from we the do. MLB. Uh, they are going to be reclassifying the Negro League into the MLB. So all the records that were in place there, all the stats are now going to be merged into the MLB. Should have been done sooner. But glad that that finally happened. Uh, I mean, obviously it's a professional league. They did kind of they did kind of merge. So like, I mean, makes sense. Good for the MLB. They should have done it a long time ago. But at least it could be done now. Um, hopefully, some more offseason moves are going to be happen happening soon. DJ LeMahieu is still a free agent, I believe, along with Trevor Bauer. Yes. So um, all, I think- all the all the marquee free agents are still available. I'm hearing moves are, are like about to be starting to make, or you'll hear more talks than just like whispers from each team. Like, oh, they're probably interested in him. Like, who's not interested in yeah. DJ LeMahieu or Nolan Arenado? Right, but- DJ LeMahieu is like the best second baseman in the league. Like, I hate yeah. to say it because he was a Yankee, but like, I don't think he'll be a Yankee anymore. I feel like he would have resigned by now. So yeah, I feel like that's the weird thing with baseball. Obviously, it takes so long for like it's action to happen so in, long. in the offseason. But I feel like if you resign, your deal is just already made. Right. Like you and if like, you're gonna if you're gonna resign with your team, you already know. Like we knew with with uh bets that he wasn't going to resign like the, the minute after he said no to our offer. Like we knew that was our last chance. Right. And I feel like the reason why it takes so long is because MLB contracts are like the next contract he signs is going to be like for the rest of his career. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah, and, and the worst part is, like, for bets, when you're a rookie, they have, like, that. So you basically, what you've done throughout your, like, rookie years, I guess, like your initial contract, you get to just say a number to the GM what you think you're worth. What? No, I'm yeah, serious. Do you, and then, like, if they agree with it, then you then you have an offer there for you to sign. Then you're or else... Like- or else the agent and then the GM have to agree on a number if you plan on resigning somewhere. It's like yeah, that's just it's, weird. it's like a number or, or nothing pretty much like from the player, which is kind of weird. But yeah, the MLB just doesn't really make sense to me during free agency time. Yeah, I, I don't get it. But there's also blue. So there's been some confirmed news. Blue Jays are interested in DJ LeMahieu, and the Mets are focused on George Springer, and they think they could possibly land Nolan Arenado, which are some big moves given the fact those, that we really haven't. Those seen are anything. some big names right there, if I do say so myself. Uh, I saw a while ago the Sox were interested in George Springer. I'm guessing that's not going to be happening. I mean, I'm happy with Hunter Renfro. Uh, he's my favorite wide receiver on the Raiders. So. <laughs> it'll be a great it'll be a great outfielder for us um i think if the mets are so the, close and oh my goodness will as we're watching this game i think you might be a little delayed once I'm again like, it's thursday like 45 night. seconds behind oh well i'll just let you know right now Derek carr is holding an inappropriate part of his body i think he just like did something to his groin I, oh uh, yeah I, I just i just saw uh, Josh Jacobs is back. Yes, I just saw Josh Jacobs run. Oh yeah, no, it's the next play. He he rolls out to the right. He takes like a weird step in, and then just like I think he might have pulled it. They're kicking a field goal though. But okay, sorry, had to say it. I think he'll be yeah. fine. If not, oh, it's here, here, this is probably where it's gonna happen. I just if <laughs> oh no, he's going into the oh he's going into the locker room. Wait, the Raiders have the coolest tunnel of all time. It's like a bridge. Oh, wow. He just, like, stopped the play right then and there. Wow. Oh, that does not look – oh, wow. That was interesting. What is yeah. happening? But that's going to wrap it up for our MLB slash – There's a football. football. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Will, you got you got the next topic. Uh, we got NHL News. Um, sponsored by Puck Culture. Shout out Puck Culture. Some quick stuff. Um, Henrik Lundqvist is out this season. He announced today he has a heart issue. So hopefully he will get better and be able to play. Maybe they'll, maybe he's on the Capitals 
this year. Yep. So he was only on a one-year deal. So maybe if hopefully he gets better, he can resign, play his last couple of years in the NHL. And But if not, I feel like he might end up retiring, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, he's getting up there in age. He's yeah. been in the NHL for a long time. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is the last few years of the Capitals here. Do they still have TJ Oshie? I think they do. That man was the GOAT. Remember when he was, like, young and, like, exciting? Yeah, he was just absolutely filthy. Like, on Team USA, too. Like, he would literally just... That was insane. He would dangle the absolute shit out of everyone and then just go and act like nothing happened. And then everyone would be going nuts, and he'd just be like... Yeah. No one saw that, but... He also was, like... (laughs) I don't know why, but, like, the sound of his name is just so, like, cool. TJ Oshie. That's like a hot. It just sounds like one name. It just sounds like one name. Like it doesn't sound like a. Yeah. It like just flows so well. Shout out TJ. (laughs) Shout out Caps. Um, And then quick uh, NHL. Well, Gary Bittman said that they're hoping for a mid January start with Hub Cities. So who knows? I don't really get. I don't really get their situation that much. I get because like they, we literally talk about this. Like, Every other episode, I feel like there's just like a little piece of news that comes out. Like they just love not talking at all until like everything's done. Until until like it's like about to start. Like what, the week before the season starts, they'll let us know that it's starting in a week. Yeah, and I really don't get it. Yeah, they. I don't know. Like maybe it's like they don't talk about it, or maybe it's just like nobody cares. But like, I just never see anything going down in the NHL. Even when I like, even when I like look for it, (laughs) even when I'm like looking to see what's going on in the NHL, there's still like, I just don't know. You know, I I look up like NHL news when we're writing our like doc and it's just like a bunch of like non, like no sports accounts, like CBS, NBC, like all that other stuff, like ESPN. It's always like third party, like sports sources, like talking about what they think is going to happen this season. I'm like, we don't even Uh know if the season's happening. I was like, right. they literally had division realignment 17 times since we started our <laughs> NHL topic since the Stanley yeah, Cup. Yeah, the ended. Canada division. Yeah, the best division in hockey. It's my favorite division. But yeah, that'll be it for our NHL segment brought to you by Paul Culture. Shout out Paul Culture. We're going to be moving on into our NCAA basketball segment. We got an exciting weekend of basketball, but before we get into the games to watch this weekend, we got a few games that we got to talk about. Um, Rutgers beat Maryland 74 uh, I picked pick, Rutgers, Will picked Maryland. So, yep. I thought I was onto something with Maryland. ESPN yep. failed me that time with the little circle. Go thingy. Rutgers. The proud boy of New Jersey. Uh, we have Charlotte Virginia Knights. Tech, Clemson. Virginia Tech beating Clemson 66 260. Game came down to some missed free throws, I believe. That kind that's of screwed like, them over at the at the end. He that's needed like to me make in church league vibes. <laughs> you remember that missed, one game? He, <laughs> yeah, that literally just the one game. <laughs> one game where I missed a free throw to lose the game. <laughs> it happens. No, it definitely. I mean, I averaged like thirty points a game, so it it just it honestly really just does happen. Um, but I'm sorry, I just saw the Justin Herbert stat line. I just had to say something about it because it's bolt up. He is six for six, 74 yards and a touchdown. Like, come on. I mean, man can't, he just can't be stopped. He just like, just like, he can't do it all. Like, 
they they got they got to get some help. This they is his first. Help. Oh my God, Marcus Mariota is warming up on the sideline. <laughs> wow, never thought I would see the day this year. Wait, is this the Oregon matchup right now? Holy shit! It actually will be an Oregon <laughs> matchup. Oh my wow, God. wow, that's insane. <laughs> but uh, this, this uh, might yes. be the best Thursday night football game ever. <laughs> this is, I think, this is going to be the best. This is the best. Uh, what's it called? Uh, primetime game this week, I think. Like between like the night games. Yeah, I mean, because Monday and Sunday aren't good, but but we'll get there. Back to NCAA yeah. basketball. Back to NCAA basketball. <laughs> uh, we have I. Purdue beat Ohio State 67-260. The circle did not fail me this time. I said Purdue. Who did I say? Did I say? I probably said Ohio State, right? I think you did say Ohio State, but you might have said Purdue. That's fine. Um, well, and I'll just go have... Ohio State. I feel like in my mind, I would have picked the Buckeyes. No, you know what? No, I said the Boilermakers, too. Because we were talking I about think the Boilermakers. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have the... Sorry about that. The Kansas Jayhawks and the Texas Tech Red Raiders. I pick <laughs> Texas Tech. Uh, Kansas is currently up 52 to 49 with about four and a half minutes left to go in the second half. Yeah, go Jayhawks. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. I pick Texas Tech. Yeah, I'll say it to the death of me. Um, we got some games to watch this weekend. We have UNC Kentucky, which I believe is like the CBS Sports Special game. I don't know really what that is, but it's that's what it said. Sure. Yeah. Shout out um, T Clark. Uh give me the give me the Tar Heels. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm just gonna just lock my name in right yeah, there. Let me just lock my name in as well. Oh um, my goodness, this is the best game well, yeah. I've ever seen in my life. The, the best game. Best game. Ever. I'll let you just just go ever. right in it. Right on. Yep. Yeah. So we got the Iowa Hawkeyes, right? Yep. I don't know. They're like so outside of this world. Taking on the number one Gonzaga Bulldogs. Gonzaga, not a real school. Iowa probably is a real school. So I'm going to have to take Iowa. We'll give Iowa the benefit of the doubt here. Um, I'm also going to take Iowa on this one, too. You wow. Just write, my, just write my name in that one, too. GKWP well, right, right there. Uh, next um, up, we got Louisville, ranked 23rd, taking on... Number twelve, Wisconsin. Will are you looking at the ESPN bubble right now? I think I think we have to look at the ESPN bubble here. I think this check, is like a perfect situation. Was that a Saturday game? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, Louisville, Wisconsin. We got okay. So I threw this one in there because they're both ranked, but the matchup right. predictor circle bubble thingy is not giving Louisville the benefit of the doubt here, which makes me want to pick Louisville. It really makes me want to pick Louisville as well. <laughs> it's 73.5% to 26.5%. Louisville has that 26.5%. But Louisville is 4-0. Wisconsin is 5-1. and We love the underdog. We love a great underdog yeah. story. You know what? That might be the under that might be the underdog game of the week. Yeah. I think yep. I think that's what we're getting out of this. Uh moving on, we have UCLA taking on number 20 ranked Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio State off a tough loss to the Boilermakers. Um, I think this is a bounce back game. Give me UCLA. You want you want the Bruins? I want the Bruins. <sighs> they okay. are not favored in the bubble thing at all either. It's it's closer than what we saw the last game, but <laughs> um, 
then we have 13 Illinois versus 19 Rutgers on Sunday. We got some Sunday me, action. Wait, uh, can you tell me what the bubble's looking like on that? Um, we got a great bubble on this one. We have Illinois at 53 and a half and Rutgers at 46 and a half. Wow. I want to say Rutgers, honestly. All right, you're taking Rutgers. I'm going to take the fighting Illini right there. Go Illinois. One of the better mascots. <laughs> and then we have Crayon, nine versus unranked Yukon. Uh, Crane is four and two this season. UConn is three and zero. Um, matchup predictor is is on Crane's side. Obviously, they're ranked nine, and UConn is unranked, but it's close. Fifty four and a half, well, fifty four point six. I don't know why I said half to forty five point four. Give I'm me still gonna. UConn. Wow, you love you love the underdogs this week. I'm just I'm loving the underdogs right now. The matchup. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take Crane there. Team full of shooters, as always. Yeah, they're That's nasty. Like, I don't know why I'm not taking Crane, but I, I don't. Just if UConn wins, and I just said, just said UConn wins. Like I predicted it. Like, <laughs> no, exactly. It was the same thing with like my Thanksgiving lock when it just didn't happen. It, but yeah. it's like it's like kind of the same. It's like if UConn doesn't win, you're like, well, I was just picking it for fun. But then if UConn does win, you're like, well, yeah, I picked UConn. Obviously, they're yeah. Then, then I'm like, then I'm like sick. I was like, oh, like right. I called like it. I knew, yeah. Exactly. So, like, yeah. I mean, might as well pick the underdog in those games, just as, just like we're on the same, page. just in case. Yeah, but I'm still gonna take Creighton just because I can't not take have some Creighton. fun with it. We had some good college fo- I have football, nice. We do, but we have some good we college do. basketball games this weekend. Yeah. But speaking of college football, yeah. So it is conference championship weekend, and that brings on a plethora of great games. You like my vocab? Love it. Yeah, so starting off the ACC championship, Notre Dame's first year in the ACC. They are ranked two. They are hosting number three Clemson here. The Tigers versus the Fighting Irish. The way that I see it is, think about it, Will. Would you rather have 10 Leprechauns or 10 Tigers? I'd probably want uh, 10 Tigers. Yeah, go Tigers, except it's Clemson this time. I got Clemson in this game. I really think they're going to win. Trevor Lawrence is back. Clemson is favored in this game as well. So, I mean, it's being played in Indiana, but, I mean, I got to go Clemson here. Yeah, I don't I don't think – I think, well, obviously, Trevor Lawrence was – so we were, we were actually together for this game. We watched this game together the last time it happened, right. and I just don't think that happens twice. I don't think Notre Dame beats them twice, I don't especially with Trevor Lawrence. Twice. Yeah, and – um. Just to add on to that, whoever loses this game, I think if Clemson loses this game, they're out of the playoff. And if Notre Dame loses this game, they're going to be bumped down to the four seed so they don't play Clemson for a third time. Wow. This is a big game for Clemson then. This is a huge game for Clemson because already having one loss, if they lose to the other team that's in the playoff twice in one season – then, I mean, you got to be like, well, if they're going to lose twice to Notre Dame, how are they going to be Alabama, you know? Yeah, that's just logical right there. Moving on, we have number 14, Northwestern, in the Big Ten Championship, taking on the number four, Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, Their cornerback, Sean Wade, said that they don't just need to beat Northwestern. They need to beat them by a lot to get the respect of the committee to get into this playoff. 
Yeah, I agree. Cause I don't, obviously we talked about this. What was it? Two weeks ago. Last, last, last Tuesday when we were talking about, um, like pretty much the scenarios for teams to get in and how Ohio state dropped their game or well they will. Well, what well, did they drop their game because of COVID, but they were uh-huh. eligible to pick up another game, but they just couldn't get one. Right. Was that the scenario? I might be, I might be a little bit wrong on that one, yeah, but no, that's along dropped, the lines Michigan, of what happened. No, Michigan canceled their game against Ohio state mm-hmm. and they just never scheduled another one. And the Big Ten made a rule before the season that you have to play six conference games to make it to the conference championship. They only played five, so they, like, totally just got rid of that rule. Because, I mean, obviously, they're the best team in the Big Ten, so they have to be in that game. Yeah, agreed. Um, I'm going to take Ohio State, though. I think they – I'm going to take Ohio State. State. I think they'll beat them by a good amount, too. Yeah, I'm a big I fan think- of Northwestern, but I just don't think they can really handle Ohio State. Yeah, I feel like like Ohio State wants it. They have they have something to prove. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if Ohio State doesn't win this game, excuse me, that's my table again. If they don't win this game, or if they don't win it by more than one score, I think they'll get knocked out. That's just my prediction. Because right now they're at four. They've only played five games. They'll only play six games compared to Clemson and Notre Dame's 11 or 12. So I don't know. I just really think that if you play six games – and you're five and one. Obviously, they're one of the better teams in college football. But like, there's other teams that have played so many games, like Iowa State, who's balling. Yeah. We'll get to them in a second, along with Texas A&M, that I feel like should probably be put in it over Ohio State, just because they look at strength of schedule. When you look at Ohio strength of schedule, you can only look at five games. Agreed. They they don't have a whole lot on their resume to mm-hmm. make to make that uh, push like in terms for the committee. Right. So I don't know. I'm still going to take Ohio state here. If they win by a lot, they'll be in, uh, they might be a two or a three seed depending on this Notre Dame game, uh, Notre Dame Clemson. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we'll see, uh, moving on. We have the number one seed Alabama taking on the seven seeded Florida Gators. Um, I don't know why, but I think this game may be played at Florida. I don't, That's interesting. I don't know why. Yeah, but Florida taking off, uh, coming off a tough loss to the Tigers of LSU. Yep. So I'm going to have to take Bama here. Bama is the best team in college football right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have, I feel like that's a kind of a no brainer, but I don't want, I don't want to like fool myself in a surprise that Florida somehow could maybe pull this off. Like, I don't know how, but like, it, mm-hmm. it's, College sports are wild sometimes. Yeah, so ready, Will, uh, your little favorite bubble matchup predictor on ESPN has Alabama at 89%, wow. Florida at 11%, and the spread for this game is Alabama minus 17 and a half. So, That's actually insane. And the over-under of this game on total points scored is 74. Holy shit. Holy shit. That is a lot of points. That is not a game that you want to bet. That's not yeah, a game a, that you want to bet. No, that's a bad game. Like, that not is. at all. You want to, like, maybe stay as far as where you can from that game. Like, maybe run away. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah, like a little bit more than socially distance yourself from that game. Yeah, so, I mean, give me Bama. Bama's going to be the one seed if they win this game, uh, which I think they will. Next up, we have the most important game of the season in general, just like even yes, on, even during the New Year's six games. Nobody cares about those compared to these. Uh, the New Year's like whatever that game would be, like the 8th or the 10th, the national championship, no one cares because this game means more to America. <laughs> America's team nine, right now. Number 19, Louisiana is taking on number 12, Coastal Carolina. I mean, you got to hammer the Chanticleers there. Coming off a tough yeah. win against the Troy Trojans. Um, you know, Troy just like needed that win, and Coastal was like, nah, this is just an easy week. Grayson McCall is the best quarterback in college football. Um, redshirt freshman, so he's a year older than us, Will. So that's he's cool. just He's just nasty. Uh, also, yes, give me. Oh, I mean, you got. Uh, yeah, oh. Give me the Chanticleers. I don't know why I wrote myself twice on, on under Alabama. Also, all the announcers that say the Chanticleers, I know you think it's right, but it's not. Trust me. I've been there multiple times. It's the Chanticleers. It's the Chanticleers. And they're ready for everything. The biggest party school in the nation. They're ready. All right, Will. So these next two games are maybe the most important games of this weekend, other than Clemson and Notre Dame, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So number 10, Oklahoma is playing number six, Iowa State. Okay. And number five, Texas A&M is playing Tennessee. So the way that I see it is Tennessee isn't even ranked, right? Texas A&M, obviously number five. If oh. If Iowa State puts up big numbers on Oklahoma, I could easily seeing see them taking the number four seed. Based off of like the logic that we've explained that we have said yes. beforehand, I can totally I can totally see that happening. Like if Clemson loses, I don't think I don't think that Texas A and M would get in over Iowa State. Like, because they're playing an unranked team. It, it just would make more sense, I feel like. They're like it's just the strength I of mean, schedule type of thing. And Iowa yeah. State's defense is insane. I mean, they're ranked sixth in the nation. Brock Purdy is a really good quarterback. They have, like, 17 tight ends that are, like, six foot nine, and they all play wide receiver for them. And they just, like, they're so good. They took a tough loss at the beginning of the season. I forget who they played. I think it might have been Louisiana who's playing Coastal. Not 100% sure, though. Don't quote me on that. But if Iowa State's – 
if Iowa State puts up big numbers on someone that's ranked in the top 10 and a team like Clemson or even Ohio State loses, I think that, that they should like get put in over Texas A&M. Yeah, that's I think that flips opinion. the script completely. Uh-huh. And obviously Texas A&M beat Florida the other week. And, like, I mean, Florida did lose to LSU. They're still ranked seven, though, and they still have all the weapons on that squad. But I don't know. I just really like Iowa State, and I feel like the committee really likes Iowa State, too. Yeah, I'm going to take Iowa State. I'm going to take them, too, obviously, and I'm going to take Texas A&M over Tennessee. I think Iowa State is going to try to run up the score, like, a lot, just to try to really get in. I think so, too make makes sense i mean they kind of they, if they want that higher seed just to get in as well i think that just makes perfect sense uh, all so, right yeah, that's, Iowa State. and that's gonna wrap up our ncaa football conference championship weekend rundown uh you just put a lot of wps right there you really want iowa state yeah so yeah that's gonna do it will uh just a quick rundown we had maybe the greatest Monday night football game of all time. Yeah. Insane game. We had, we had, we had, there was the highs, there was the lows. There was also maybe the bathroom breaks. We don't he, know. Lamar Jackson pooped his pants. Yeah. I, I think he did. And we actually, <laughs> we actually had to trace McSorley talk about that too. Trace, we heard about trace McSorley swore that he didn't poop. But, like, we all know that run. Did you see his run in the tunnel? He was on the poop run. We all know that run when you're, like, kind of, like, bouncing but, like, gliding at the same time so you don't poop your pants as you're running. But, like, he had, like, he literally had agility on 99 when the door flung open. That's what I'm saying. I told you that. That was, like, my highlight of the game when we were both watching (laughs) it. He, like, juked out the door, like, literally a second and a half before the door opened. He just, like, knew that somebody was there. Yeah, like he just his like mind. You're like, all, 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 like just like he just like did like the thing he does like his hands every time he's like doesn't know where to go on the juke. He just like he does like a freaking like foot fire <laughs> before he makes a move. It's like the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. And then he just like comes back after having quote unquote cramps after Trace McSorley sadly got hurt, which that might be a bad injury because it looked like a non-contact injury. So yeah. pray for the Penn State alum. But they got it done. Lamar Jackson had a game-winning drive, and then Baker Mayfield had a game-winning drive, and then Justin mm-hmm. Tucker finished it off. There were so many game-winning drives in that game. <laughs> it was literally the game of game-winning drives, and then Justin Tucker's like, it's my time. Yeah, Justin and Tucker then just drills a 50 – what was it, a 55-yarder? 55-yarder to win the game. They didn't even ice him either. I feel like, you, like just... icing just doesn't work. They're just like, you know what, that's just GG. Yeah, because you remember like, earlier in the season, Harrison Bucker, like – got ice like five times and like or like three times and made it all three and they were like 62 yarders and he was yeah. just he so, was so ready to say that they like yarder. yeah some kickers say that they like it more because they get a feel for it on the first kick yeah because they'll just they'll just kick it anyways yeah because that's just like what they do that's why kickers should be respected yeah like if they 100%. don't have justin tucker on that team they're not winning that football game no, they lost. Simple. You gotta, like, yeah. They, they, they would. They, I don't even think their backup, whoever it is, what were they bringing in their punter? What do you have to do? It. I think. <laughs> I also think that the Browns kicker missed like four kicks that game. So, that's that's never good. <laughs> yeah, that 
They, it's always it's always the Browns kickers. That, that that's gonna ruin their season. That's I yeah no that's what always happens. They're still gonna make the playoffs so so yeah. it just depends on who they play in the wild card. But I say we get into NFL Week 15. Yes, we have quite um array of days of played this week. So rather than having our like you no know, our average Wednesday night football game or even our Tuesday night football game, we have right now our Thursday Chargers Raiders. Chargers are up ten to seven. Um, Chargers are not up ten to seven. I mean Raiders are up ten to seven. Mariota threw an absolute dime to Darren Waller for the touchdown to take the lead. Uh, if only it was a week before, Will, because you are not yeah. in the fantasy football playoffs. Nope. Anymore. Well, not anymore. It was it was a tough game. Nick Chubb just literally put the dagger in the team. It's all right. Happens. We we improved. It's all about improvement. We improved from last season. So we're we're get we're getting there. Um, but rather than going from our Thursday to Sunday night games or Sunday night, Sunday afternoon games, we're just gonna hop right into some Saturday NFL action with Bills. Why Broncos. why not? Like uh Bills, wait, is that true? Is that spread true? Yeah. Bills minus six. It was Bills minus six. Wow. Um that has lock of the week potential, but I'm not gonna take it. I'm still gonna take the Bills there. Yeah, I'm taking the Bills too. I don't think the Broncos have a chance. Bills are so ready, like so ready. They're yeah, no, they're they could make a run. I mean, they're better than the Steelers. They're not better than the Chiefs, though. Yeah, no, they're not. But they are—they're better than the Steelers, hundred percent. Obviously, they beat them last Sunday. Two Sundays so, ago. No, last two Sundays Sunday. ago. Last Sunday. Last Sunday. Yeah, last Sunday. And then we have our second Saturday. That's our Saturday night game, right? Because I think the Bills Broncos has played a little bit before. Let sure. me check. Let me get the, let me get the time on that one. Yeah, we have a four thirty and then an eight fifteen. So we have the Saturday night prime time. Panthers, Packers, Packers minus eight and a half. Um, not my lock of the week, but I'm going to take the Packers. It's a great spread, too, for the Packers. The Panthers are just yeah. not it. I'm going to have to take the Packers as well. Go, Pack, go. Like, like to hear that. Well, kind of, but not, not like a big Packers fan, but go, Pack, go. <laughs> not a big Packers fan, but a huge Packers fan. Yeah. <laughs> We have our Sunday games now. We, we've we've already gone through our third day of football. We're going to our third awesome. day of football. We have Pats, Dolphins, Miami, minus three. Um, Miami's just going to put the dagger into the impossible, the most impossible playoff possibilities. Possible used a thousand times in that sentence. They're just going to just end their playoff hopes. Which this I hope the they do, because I hate like I'm gonna go on a little bit of a spiel for like maybe 25 no. seconds. Yep, sure. I just hate like it was so unrealistic for the past to make the playoffs to begin with. Right. Why are we still talking about them making the playoffs? Like, because they still can make the playoffs. They, they need they need the Bengals to beat like the Steelers. <laughs> That's doable. <laughs> I mean, at this rate, maybe, but like. How? Like, I don't know. Like, it's definitely possible. Bengals are good. Might be better than the Steelers. I'm so off the Steelers hype train right now. 
Like I actually I can't think wait like, to just like they're just losing. They're they're losing they're losing their rankings in the inside of the five power rankings. So no, they really are. It's just like a week by week thing for them. They're just going down one by one. So you're taking the Dolphins here? Yeah. Over the Patriots. Yes. Yeah, I think this is the passing of the torch from Bill Belichick to Brian Flores. No <laughs> one would have ever thought that was going to happen. He's the GOAT. Like, he's actually the greatest coach in the AFC East. <laughs> could have used Brian Flores last sun, last Monday against... You could have used God. And that was like, I needed a miracle there. But, yeah, we got next game. Bucks, Falcons, Tampa Bay, minus six. Um, I'm actually kind of baffled by this. Give game. me the Falcons. Uh, yeah, the I want to say g- frauds. G- give me the Falcons too. Yeah, why not? The Bucks are frauds. The Bucks Wait. aren't good. The Tom Falcons Brady's just not like. Good. Wait, were we talking about this last episode where the Falcons showed up on both sides of, of um. Witching hour. They were about to win the game and then they were about to lose the game and then they and won then they were the about to lose the game and then they won. <laughs> yeah. That's like such a Falcons thing to do though. It was yeah, against I the know. Chargers. So yeah. I was about to say I was about to say like oh, that's something they lost that the, the Chargers were I was about to say that's something that the Chargers would do too, but then like that's actually what happened. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's that's just I don't I don't even I don't even get it. I, I don't. But you know right. Michael Badgley nailed the game winner, bolt up. Nothing bolt like up. it. But would, I'm gonna take the Falcons over the Bucks this week. Two I, weeks in a row. You like this is the week. This is this is witching week. Yeah, this is literally where playoff turns into not making it, <laughs> and where making the playoff, where and from not making the playoffs turns into making the playoffs. I was just about to. Say, I was trying to think about how I could say how wins turn into losses, and losses turns into wins about playoffs. I'm so excited <laughs> to listen. And watch to the 202nd episode of Red Zone this weekend. <laughs> There's nothing I want to do more than watch the 202nd edition of the phone. Turn up Scott Hansen. I just like, Scott I can't, the goat. I just can't wait to like hear him get excited over the freaking karate chop fumble again. <laughs> you love that. You talked about that all day on Sunday. Like, he was like, wait, guys, you didn't see this. And he just freaking just. <laughs> kick the ball i was like what is going like on? in between every break of play when nothing was happening even when stuff was happening he just kept talking about it and i still have yet to see that like i haven't seen it yet no it's it was insane like was i don't know actually? how he's like he swore he saw live he was like guys wait until you see this no one <laughs> saw a thing on the kickoff other than i think it was Dion lewis getting just like literally tackled by seven different people and the ball just pops out and then it's like the camera angle like obviously no one can see this literally just turned around to the side like this and you just saw the dude's leg just cut right into the middle of the stomach and just dropped the ball i was like what is happening <laughs> that's like so weird that's yeah like, i know that's like totally something he'd be so excited about too 100 percent. but everyone be on the lookout for the 200 second edition of NFL red zone this Sunday. Nothing like mm-hmm. it. Nothing on nothing like seven hours of commercial free football. <laughs> Why do you keep quoting everything that he says? Just I'm just plugging. Like they don't need a plug at all. Oh, they, everybody watches red zone. Like every single person on earth. Yeah, it's just funny. Like because yeah, no, they like to see witching hour where wins become losses and losses become wins. Yeah, and then playoff hopes turn into playoff doubts, and playoff doubts turn into playoff hopes. 
That was even better. I'm gonna have to like say that more often. I think I think I perfected that one. In witching like week five, in five minutes. It's week witching fifteen. Week. Witching week. All right, we can roll with that. So uh, yeah, we have coming up next. Yeah. We have the uh, 49ers taking on the Cowboys. This is one of the worst games I think we will see this year. Um, San Francisco is favored by three points, and I'm going to take America's team. I'm who are you taking? Sorry, I like I'm taking America's team. Taking America's team. I'm also yeah. going to take America's team. Andy Dolan wants it. The red rifle off a big win. What else? What else do you want to see? This is the most exciting football that you will be seeing this weekend. Hundred percent. Give me America's Two teams team. That are literally no playing doubter. for no reason. Like these teams could like opt out this game and nothing would change in the world. Why? Why, why couldn't they make the spread even and just like? They should have done it for like fun. I don't. I don't get it because there was games this year that were listed as even that were not even close to even. Right. Like, I feel like, like this game is truly even. Like Nick yeah. Mullins versus Andy Dalton. Like that's it's pretty fair to me. I think like as a 49ers fan, you're not gonna watch it, but I feel like the Cowboys fans are still gonna watch it. And that's why 100%. I'm picking the Cowboys. That's literally why the only reason they want I'm they, they wanted more. The Cowboys fans want it more. I don't know if the Cowboys players want it more. The Cowboys fans do. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Uh, we got our next game. Um, another quite interesting one. Maybe best game of the week. Lions, Titans. I don't like this spread at all because they put some damn disrespect on the Lions name for almost beating the Packers last week. So you like you like the Lions in the spread here? Absolutely not. They got screwed over by the spread. I think <laughs> it should be maybe more of like a touchdown, not 11 points. I think that's a little disrespectful. But no, still give me the Titans because there's no way they're stopping <laughs> Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't Derek think they were gonna win the game, but I mean, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna need 11 points. I think if anything, they lose by like a touchdown. Yeah, like Derrick Henry should have ran for 300 yards last week if the umpire didn't call that back. But like, he's but just it was like go a fantastic call. No, great call. Whoever that umpire is, just a great, great <laughs> official. Uh, moving on, we have the Texans taking on. The Indianapolis Colts for the 17th time this year. Um, <laughs> we have the Deshaun Watsons versus the Indianapolis Colts. The Deshaun Watson, <laughs> Deshaun Watson versus, uh, yeah, I mean, the Colts defense. Yeah. So, I mean, give me the Colts here. Hammer the Colts. Uh, Philip Rivers. Hammer the Colts. Philip, I love how they do it in Indianapolis. Philip Rivers plays like first and second down and then. Uh, Jacoby Brissett comes in for third down. Like, yeah, to, like, throw need, the like deep ball. it's like it's like third and like seven. They're like, all right, boys, let's get ready for like a fifty yard yeah. pass for no reason. Like, yeah, like let's just put in Jacoby Brissett here. <laughs> it's like obviously we know what you're gonna do. They should just start in the playoffs. They should just like throw them in on like a long third down and just run the ball and like I bet that would fool every single team ever. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I, like... Jonathan Taylor just gets the ball on third and seven and he just like, runs yeah. for like 25 yards and they're just like, what just happened to us? Yeah, they're running like a prevent defense because they see Jacoby Brissett out on the field. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that this should be an easy victory from the Colts unless the Deshaun Watsons can do something. Uh, I just want to say before we get into this game, uh, we are one game away from our special guest. Yes, we have a special guest this episode making their lock of the week. Yeah, but not yet after this game. <laughs> Should we make that like a special? So like witching week every year, it's lock of the week. So like they have a record. Yeah, <laughs> like they're about to have a record. So like if you don't get this right, you're going to be 0-1 literally forever. Till week 15 next year. Till week 15 of next year. That's 365 days. So yeah. Sunday. <laughs> so yeah. First off, though, we got the Bears taking on the Vikings. Uh, I feel like the Bears have played the Panthers more times than they played the Vikings this year. Uh, give me the Bears. Give me the Bears. Mitch Trubisky. Are, are, are the Vikings officially out of uh, playoffs? Is Are they done? Can they not? No, I think, they st- I think they're still there, right? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, this is probably another playoff-impacted game then because it's a division. Yeah, and game. I think the Bears want to ruin – this is witching week. The Bears want to ruin their their playoff hopes. This is where playoff hopes become playoff nopes. Exactly. So give me the Bears. Give me give me the Bears right there. All right. <clears throat> Next up, a special guest for the Seahawks versus the football team. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. We're handing Everybody, that headset over. This is Nicole. Nicole, ready? The Seahawks are playing the football team in Washington. Seattle is favored by five and a half. Who are you taking? Right. I'm going to take the Seahawks. And why wow. are you taking the Seahawks? Well, some might say I'm biased because Griffin's a huge Seahawks fan. Correct. But personally, <laughs> this is a big game for the Seahawks. I mean, you need to see Russ bring this one home for us. Agreed. A good one. Thanks, Walt. <laughs> it's a great lock of the week right there. That's, I mean, lock, it's a lock, lock of the week. Of the week. That's her lock of the year. So I'm just going to take like NFL Network's like lock of the week kind of thing. They go like doom, doom. Yeah, just doom, doom. That's what they do. It's, it's that's weird. That's what they so. do. Yeah. Yeah, that was like the hand motion that you just made was even more weird. So that's literally what they do. It's the weirdest segment ever. Yeah, I don't, I don't like why they doom, doom, but they doom, doom. <laughs> but yeah, give me the Seahawks as well. They want it bad. They need it bad. So they, yeah, no, they really do need it. Um, This could be a potential playoff matchup in the wild card week. Um, I think the Seahawks get it here. Um, great officiating crew here. Hundred percent in this game, yeah. So, you will not see any missed calls this week between the Seahawks and the football team. Love to see it. Moving on, Will. I'll let you break down this game. All right. So we have um, my lock of the week: Jags, Ravens, Baltimore minus thirteen. They just beat a playoff <laughs> yeah. team last playoff team last week. Um, I said Jags are bad. So. Right. Um, Jags Ravens, equals bad. Ravens, Ravens, Ravens need it because basically the Ravens are in the same. They're in a similar situation where they need to pretty much not 
necessarily win out because I believe they now split with the Browns or they play the Browns twice in the last four games of the season. One of those two. I'm going to double check on that one really quick before I say, before I confirm that, but I am taking the Ravens. No, they do not. I, they played, they played them like week one. I'm just an idiot. Okay. Yeah. Give me the Ravens minus 13. I bet you they, I bet you they cover. That's a big spread, uh, but I'm going to have to agree with you. I think, I mean, the Jaguars are like the worst team in football right now. They'd probably be number 32 in my power rankings. I think the Jets could beat them. But so, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you, the Ravens there. Yeah. Um, simple as that. Moving on, Jets taking on the Rams. Rams favored by 17 and a half. That just like – that's like when – you know, like week two when like Alabama plays like the Citadel and they're favored by like 49 points. But then that yeah. one year Citadel was like tied 14, 14 and a half and they still in Alabama still covered. Like that's like what this is. Like this isn't even, this is like an NFL team playing like a division two college football team. Like that's what it feels like. Yeah. And I, it's I sad almost to say, took, but like that's, just I like almost took like. this. I almost took this as my lock of the week. I think the Jets could get shut out. You think the Jets could get shut out? I don't think they have a chance against well, this Rams Honestly, defense. honestly, same because they only put up three points against the Seahawks, and we all know how the Seahawks defense is. But we're they, back. The Seahawks like, defense What are they going to do with Aaron Donald? Like, they have no one there to stop him. Like, Aaron Donald, like, literally all you have to do is just be like, okay, um, I'm pissed off a little bit. Let me just, like, ruin their day after they've just had the worst possible season. <laughs> Yeah, Aaron Donald might have like seventeen sacks that game. I think I think it's like, it's not L.A. Rams minus seventeen and a half. It's Aaron Donald over under seventeen and a half sacks for that game. <laughs> Imagine, wait, what's the sack record in a game? I'm gonna look that up. We've been on the NFL records. Lately. I think it's like seven. NFL records. I think it's seven, which is a lot. I think uh, what's We're his name? Has it? Here. That dude on the Giants, Lawrence Taylor. Actually, um, I'm probably so wrong. Okay, this is actually insane. Okay, so the San Francisco 49ers, Alden Smith, had five and a half sacks against the Chicago Bears in 2012. Sacks didn't become an official NFL statistic until 1982, according to legend Norman Wildman. Is that Willie or Wiley? I think it's, I'm going to say Willie. Had a really? had a 17 sack game for the Philadelphia Eagles against the New York Giants at the Polo Grounds in 1952. At the so, Polo Grounds, wait, at how the polo many? Grounds, 17 sack games. <laughs> 17 sacks <laughs> at the Polo Grounds. If I got sacked 17 times in a game, I'd probably retire right after that. Like that's bad. Yeah, how? That's insane. So, Aaron Donald over under five and a half sacks tomorrow. Ah, uh, Sunday, not tomorrow. He might be close. He might get close. He might. He really might. Unless he just like doesn't try, which like I feel like he doesn't try anyways. Yeah, Did you see like, him running down the field? He was the see. He was like keeping up with Jalen Ramsey. He's fast as hell. And he was like it. jogging. He's insane. He's, he's actually like, insane. I, he actually might be the best player in the league. I'm serious. No, I've been saying that. He's the best player in the NFL. 
like yeah, everybody like says Patrick Mahomes because he's a quarterback and like nobody like respects D lineman. Like that man is insane. He's like six five. He's like the fastest player on the field at all times. Yeah, he's literally nuts. Like, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I literally don't know. I he might be able to break the sack record from Alden Smith. Could happen. Or from Willie. Or from if he if he has an eighteen sack game, <laughs> that would be insane. I like yeah no that you might as well just like stop the NFL if he has eighteen sacks. You might as well just hand him a golden jacket like right after the game, like during the game. Like if he has if he wait this I'm serious he might have a chance if he tries for no reason because he doesn't need to because they have he's a he's not like they, the type of person to do that though that's because the they have a good end on the other side too and sometimes you just like let, right. let, just, he's just like let my boy eat today I'm trying to think he's like who did the Jets draft last year like this year technically um you know what we can did they draft we, an we offensive can, we lineman? can have some fun here. I think they um, might have drafted uh, that offensive lineman out of Louisville. Dra- Jets draft picks 2020. Yes, they picked um, Mechty Becton. If that's Mekhi how you Becton. pronounce it. Yep, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Offensive tackle. Out of Louisville? From, out of Louisville. And then they wow, drafted Denzel that. Mims. Oh, Mims is good. Yeah. Well, Michael I didn't Mims know he was a rookie. Pick too. Wow. That's insane. All right, um, so yeah, I oh, mean, it's they have, definitely they have another. They have another tackle, Cameron Clark. I don't know if he plays. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, actually, you know was, what? probably. I don't even think they have enough players to put on the field this weekend. He was a fourth round pick. So I mean, it's totally doable. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, next game, honestly, this might be a really great game this week. Eagles. Cardinals, Arizona, minus six. I you, want to say give it the Eagles. Like, like Jalen Hurts is insane. Kyler Murray's been struggling as of late. He's injured. So, mm, I, mm, I'm just going to say give me the Eagles because, uh, because I don't want the Cardinals to win. Yeah, that uh, having the Eagles win would help your division out a lot. Hundred percent, help me out, not my division, just me personally. Hundred percent. Moving yeah, on is, though, it's witching week. Not, yeah, no, it is witching week. And moving on, oh, you just hit something. Yeah, I actually just hit my mic because um, the charge because yeah, Chargers just scored. My guys are bowling up. Tyron Johnson, Google. practice squad hero. All right, but moving on, we got my lock of the week. The Chiefs taking on the Saints. Some are thinking it's going to be the game of the year. And I'm thinking Kansas City beats them by a lot. And they're favored by three. Kansas City is the best team in the league. Uh, Saints, they don't know if Drew Brees is coming back or not. You saw what happened with Taysom Hill last week. It wasn't even a big game. And, I mean, they got their shit kicked in by the Philadelphia Eagles, who everybody has literally been making fun of all year and the Saints are number one it's kind of embarrassing this is the battle of i believe they're both ranked first unless the packers are right now i think they're both ranked first in their respected conferences yeah i think the chiefs beat them by more than three points i could see that happening i mean what did yeah i'm just saying could be a 10 point game possibly and with 
three weeks left of games. Me and Will are both tied at six and six of our lock of the week. I told you guys I'm in overdrive now because the Jets never were. The Jets just couldn't so. figure it out, and honestly, maybe maybe overdrive was just like soon. I think I'm so on a three know. week three week winning streak right now. So I think you right. are. Yeah. No, wait, yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. Honestly, I kind of like we kind of we were trying to figure this out before we recorded. We just it took us a while. We're, we're, we're not good with numbers. So, yeah, it took us a long time. Yeah, but yeah, that's why. Yeah, we got our Sunday night. Numbers. We got our Sunday right, night right, games. Yeah. Um, Browns, Giants, Giants could win this game. Giants but, uh, could easily win this game, but after the performance Baker Mayfield put on, this is a must-win game for the Browns. So I'm gonna have to take the Browns. Yeah, like Browns, just gotta take the Browns. Just, I mean, you just gotta. I uh, and to wrap it all up, uh, Monday Night Football, Steelers in a tough matchup against the Bengals. Uh, Steelers were favored by thirteen. This is a bounce back week after losing two weeks in a row. I'm gonna have to take the Steelers here. They have all the weapons, obviously. The Bengals are one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, I mean, everybody's shitting on the Steelers, but you have to remember uh, they went 12 weeks without a loss, and then they lost to – it was a trap game against Washington, and it was a trap game – it wasn't even a trap game against the Bills because I think the Bills were favored, and that makes sense. The Bills are legit. So, I mean, you got to take the Steelers here. Yeah, it just – it's really just – Makes sense. Like Steelers are going to win this game. Who do the Steelers play for the rest of the year? Do they play? They play. They play their division. I think they have to play yeah. the Ravens one more time, and then I'm pulling it up. I know they play they must the, have to Browns. Play the Browns because they play the Browns. They're playing one the Bengals right now. Wow, they could drop a lot. Okay, so after this week, which they're probably going to win, we'll count them as a dub this week. Next week they got Colts, and the week after they got the Browns. I see two losses, if not one. I see at least one loss. I think the Browns could beat them. Yeah, I I think they could too. I don't. I mean, mm. yeah, it's just like I don't know. The Steelers are in such a weird position because they had such an easy schedule throughout the first twelve weeks. Mm-hmm. So like you're like, oh my gosh, they're undefeated. But at the same time, like once they started playing some competition, they just went downhill. Yeah, they did, and I, I I think they're gonna have a tough time in the playoffs. I mean, they might be able to escape their first game. I don't know what it's looking like right now because obviously, like we're in these final few weeks where, like, certain scenarios are changing like at a very rapid pace. I would say, like, really don't know what's gonna happen, but I can say they'll probably, if anything, they'd lose their second game of the playoffs. If they don't get by, which I don't think they are, I don't. I don't think they're going to get the by. So, could be their first game. So, second round. That's kind of what I meant to say. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, and that's going to wrap it up for week fifteen. Um, let's see what happens with the lock of the weeks. We are both at six and six. We're both tied with three weeks left. So, I mean, you never know. Will you could finally win something that involves football. And picking stuff because you know how Hopefully. fantasy football goes for you. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll just I'm just gonna give a quick fantasy breakdown before it all starts. Uh, I'm playing against the cheater. That I mean, we all know we cheated. 
He traded DK Metcalf for a defense. So, I mean, trade gate is going all over. He's the best seven seed ever. Uh, he's actually favored in this game. The line was minus three and a half. He got Austin Eckler tonight. He only has 5.7 points. He's underperforming. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be a good one. My boys need to perform. I think they will. I really think they will. It's going to be a tough week, though. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Honestly, with Will out of the playoffs, the, you never know. The, yeah, you never know here. First seed, obviously me, went down to Franco, which was well-deserved win. I mean, Monday night, got Nick Chubb. Can't really do much about that. Team underperformed a little bit. Uh, you know, what can I say? But for the most odd reason ever, Griff as what we'll say what the two seed because the three seed went down. Well, yeah, no, the, the two seed, seed went down, so technically, yes, you're the two seed. Well, I should be the I have the second best record. We're just in the same division, so I, yeah. The so yeah, the the two seed is playing the seven seed, and it is and Griffin is the underdog somehow. And I'm the underdog because well, no, not somehow. It's because he cheated. <laughs> I, I don't even off. understand how that whole scenario <laughs> like uh, that literally went right under our noses. It was insane. No, because um, we vetoed so many trades of theirs, and then they started making trades at like three a.m. Well, the DK Metcalf one I think happened before we started that whole DK Metcalf was like early, yeah, early, yeah. That that's the one that really pisses me off the most. I think is the DK Metcalf one. It's, it's, it's like the how? Randall Cobb for me, <laughs> right? Yeah, no. What he traded, even though, even though, even though Claypool hasn't really played a lot like that up to his like level as we've seen before, but still, yeah, he traded Randall Cobb for Chase Claypool. Randall Cobb is about 38 years old and has not played since he traded him. How did we let that slip under our nose? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, hey, you love a good underdog story, and that's what I'm going through right now. But yeah, yeah, that's that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Uh, shout out to at Inside the Five Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Inside the Five on YouTube. Will, um, I'll let you take us away. Um, we got a lot of great games going on this weekend. Football, basketball, we got it all. Um, watch some football, watch some basketball, and hopefully we will be bolting up by the end of the night. So bolt up. Peace. Peace. Shit. Nigga just got them snatched one of the dogs. That's the truth. They tell you, nigga, they can't burn out, man. What's up? Started with a penny that was wrapped up to a million. Rapping, rapping niggas can't compare, they like my tree. Yeah. I know bitches trying to get it, know a nigga, cause it's digit. You a hundred if it whip a in my club, million. Hey. We should start a group and we can call it new edition. Maybe we can do it different, probably make a hundred million. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. 
Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.